Hey guys, this is Liz Cambage. This is Nikki Collins. What up, guys? This is Epic Starkey. Hey, this is Imani Lee Stafford. Hey, this is Jordan Canada. This is Asia Wilson. Welcome to the WNBA Nation. What's up, WNBA Nation? Logan here. Uh, just giving a quick intro for our interview today with Duke basketball's Haley Gorecki. Uh, she has been an instrumental piece of uh, the Duke team that has streaked to some big wins as of late, um, getting a couple wins against the top 15 and really upsetting the the landscape of that, that top half of uh, college women's basketball. So we're going to talk with her for just uh, eight or nine good minutes today about how the team's doing, what their plans are for the rest of the season. Uh, some spoilers here, but they're planning on a long season and making some more noise in their own uh, conference tournament as the three seed. Uh, so I'll get out of the way here and let's listen to our conversation with Haley Gorecki. All right. I'm here with Duke basketball's Haley Gorecki. Haley, you guys have been a little bit on fire lately. Uh, if, if you haven't noticed, <laughs> uh, winners of seven of the last eight, two of those wins have come against the top 15. What has your Duke team peaking at the right time? Yeah, I think just kind of, um, I get this question a lot, but I don't think there's really anything specific. I think we just kind of know what team we are. Um, and I think that kind of clicked. I think everyone's playing their role really nicely, um, whether that's the big things or little things. But um, I wouldn't say anything too specific, but just kind of realizing how much potential we have and how good we could be. Yeah, that potential is kind of shaking up uh, the the top of the the women's basketball food chain in, in college basketball. You guys are all the way up to the three seed in the conference tournament. Uh, how does it feel to, to be there when you've got some other solid teams uh, around the conference, obviously hungry to make some noise as well? Yeah, always a good... Um, Good just to finish up in up in the top three. Just um, like I said, just being competitive. Obviously, everyone wants to be there, but um, in the ACC, you know, you don't ever know um, any team's good. So it's kind of who really shows up each game, um, day in and day out. To be honest. Yeah, Haley, your uh, your role in particular. You mentioned roles earlier. Uh, you've really stepped up big in those games uh, against NC State and Florida State down the stretch. Uh, what what preparation do you put in uh, kind of behind the scenes in order to be able to handle those pressure situations? Um, I think for me, I always like to be in like pressure situations. I think this is how I, how I was growing up and, and now in college, but for sure, just a lot of hours in the gym, um, working with the coaches, watching film and all that stuff. And then for sure, some extra rehab and treatment, but just kind of um, just staying in the moment, to be honest. And I'm a competitor, so just kind of, doing whatever the team needs me to do to get the win. Yeah, this, uh, this next question might be kind of obvious, but what's the attitude in the locker room going into this tournament, uh, being on a roll lately, uh, the way that you guys have been? Yeah, just staying composed. I think um, just playing our game, not getting too out of ourselves, um, just really buying in in the moment. Um, we have a lot of fire uh, heading into the tournament, so just kind of, like I said, just staying composed and just playing Duke basketball. Is there anything about this season that that kind of sets it apart from for the rest of your playing career? Oh, well, for me personally, for sure, just because obviously it is my last year. Um, I guess that adds a little more to it. I won't be able to play in a Duke uniform or, or I guess being not being able to play in camera anymore. So, yeah, it does definitely add a little more to it, um, just kind of that side to it. But at the, at the end of the day, it's kind of just games, so... Um, I'm just going to go out there and play how I usually play. Awesome. Doing so good so far. Seriously. Uh, we, 
we like to ask a, a questions kind of about the uh, the WNBA as well. I know we we don't want to get super off topic here, but um, in light of a lot of things that have happened recently, in particular um, Kobe Bryant and Gigi Bryant's death, and a lot of uh, women's basketball players that have kind of been in the spotlight because of that, do you feel like the women's game and the attitude around the women's game is changing? Oh, for sure. I think it's been changing for a while now, just from the support. Um, I mean, as you mentioned, as Kobe. I think he did a lot to improve that overall support, which was great. Um, and then a lot of other, I would say, NBA players. And just overall, I think, like, um, sport watchers in general are really supporting women's sports, um, which is great to see. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in in terms of, of getting back to you guys at Duke, um, obviously you have some goals to, to make some noise uh, in the ACC tournament. Um how do you, I, I guess, approach going into that, knowing that you're going to meet up against teams that you're familiar with, you've played throughout the year? D- does your regular season record matter to you against some teams, give you some added confidence, or does that all go out the window tournament time? Oh, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, yeah, tournament time is kind of a new slate. Um, like I said, you never know. I mean, every team's going to show up. Um, it's just whether or not each team can just play game by game. It's a long tournament. Um back-to-back as well so it's just kind of whoever shows up but just a clean slate at this point yeah what's different about playing in those back-to-backs especially like playing playing so many conference opponents in quick succession like that yeah i mean obviously we know each other really well just because of how many times we play each other in conference sometimes we play each other twice but back-to-back i think just kind of who really is prepared for um at the end of the season and who really has that um i guess grit and go and then still left but um yeah, uh, it's just kind of, we know each other by now, but it's more of just kind of who's ready to play. Awesome. And uh, especially with what's been going on in, in really in both uh, men's and women's basketball in college this year, seems like a lot of teams have an opportunity uh, that maybe in past years uh, there was a smaller group of teams that really had a shot at, at making a run. This year it seems like in, in both uh, men's and women's, uh, there's so many teams that, that can look like they can make a run. How do you kind of take that and apply it to your locker room and use that to motivate yourselves? Yeah, I think just reminding the team and um, ourselves, like, ourselves just that what you just said, I mean, men and women are seeing it. There's not really a power team um, that really, like, catches everyone's eye. I think just having that in the back of our minds, just being we can be a threat um, every time we walk on the floor is something that we need to bring up. And uh, right now we're just kind of a scary team to play against, so that's what we have to keep in our mind and just being hungry about that. Uh, Haley, being a senior on this team, uh, are there any memories in your career at Duke that stand out as, as being highlights either this year or in past seasons? Oh, man. There's a lot, to be honest. But um, I think the ones that I always bring up is just the Carolina games. I think it's just kind of um, the best rivalry in, rivalry in sports, um, to be honest, the Carolina and Duke. But I think that really comes to my mind when I when I think of memories. Yeah, I imagine so. Uh, specifically, the I mean, your last regular season game here, you played at UNC. You were able to get that win. Uh, is is that as satisfying as as playing in front of your your home crowd one last time to to get that uh, the North Carolina win in the rivalry game? Yeah, well, it's kind of nice because we're so close to each other um, that we do have a good amount of fans. So it's definitely nice um, to get that win at their at their home court, and then just seeing all the fans that came out to support us as well to play in front of them. 
Awesome. We'll, we'll wrap this up pretty soon, but is there anything you want to say uh, to those fans and to kind of women's basketball listeners in general to let them know uh, what they should expect from Duke basketball coming up in the next week or so? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, for our fans, just re- really appreciated everything that they did this year. Um, they came out to every single game, day in and day out, especially home games and even on the road. So we really do appreciate that, um, especially in in what we were talking about before with women's sports. So um, the fans really matter and we really care about them. But for what people can expect, um, all I really have to say is big things. We're, we're planning on going far. Um, we have a long season ahead of us and um, we're really excited. Awesome. Haley, thank you so much for making the time to being with us today. Uh, seriously, this yeah, is no, so great. All right, Nation. That was our interview with Haley Gorecki. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, as always, you can come up uh, and interact with us anywhere on social media. We're WNBA Nation at WNBA Nation Pod. Uh, you can also find this podcast. Obviously, if you're listening, you've, you've already managed to find it. But if you want to share it with friends, we're available anywhere podcasts are found. Uh, we will come at you soon with uh, uh, some more <laughs> some more show with some more of our, our hosts on to talk about the upcoming week. Uh, we're excited that it's March and everything that that entails. Uh, Once more, this is WNB Nation. I am Logan Jones, and we got you next time.